Welcome to my Spectrum Life podcast. We're so happy to have you join us. My name is Jessica and I'm an autism mom. Joining me is my co-host Kelsey, a registered behavioral clinician. How are you doing, Kelsey? Pretty good. How are you? Hanging in there. We had some rain outside, but we're keep right on going. I know that's right. Um, I'm excited for today's podcast. Um, I'm excited to uh, work your working memory uh, oh today and give you an example and how it is. Um, okay. Well, before we get into that, I just pray that everybody is healthy, staying healthy and staying mm -hmm. safe with all the turmoil and the sickness um, floating around in this world today. Um, I that just is, pray that everybody's yes. all right. Yeah, I mean, us here, us here too. That <laughs> is for sure um, something that is difficult to be dealing with right now. And I know that there are, I've seen a couple of, uh, you know, on my Facebook, I've seen a couple of social stories stroll through that. Um, I'm sure if people Google some social stories about COVID-19 or different things that will help them. Um, if you're not familiar with what a social story is, it's a story that is kind of simplified uh, for those with autism to understand uh, because, you know, there's a lot of things that they just don't grasp, um, especially those abstract things. <laughs> like a virus that always yeah. changes. <laughs> yeah. Why do I have to yeah. stay inside? I don't see this virus. Why do I have to stay inside? A social Why story are... just kind of puts that mm -hmm. in Why aren't the things that we, at our current, our current dilemma that we're trying to deal with is why are the things that we ordered from uh, China in Mar March not here yet? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get we get some frustrated. Uh, right, we go around and around about that one. Oh boy, I will be so happy when it finally arrives. <laughs> I bet it'd be like Christmas in July. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, so goodness. I'm going to go ahead and start. Okay. Um, we're just going to give you an example for those who are listening. Um, I want we wanted to show you what it a visual representation, and you can do the steps with me. Um, but we're just going to have Jess show and show the steps as I talk through them. Um, uh, she I has paper and pen. And what we're going to end up doing is we'll eventually go into the definition and ways to help with the working memory, but we're going to go ahead and play a game. Um, so what we're going to do is I'm only going to repeat the direction once, not going to repeat them again, which is very hard as a teacher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and let's, let's see how fast I can write here. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do is... What I want you to do is I want you to draw three shapes of any kind, and then I want you to write your name five times. While you are doing that, I want you to mentally compute 43 times 23. At the very end of it, I want you to tell me backwards and the steps and what you did and repeat the directions for me backwards. And while okay. you do that, I'm going to go ahead and play this song. So because you always have distractions and you have about three minutes to do so. Okay, this is going to be... I do not own these rights, by the way. Are these lyrics, are the song? Be the last one standing, two hands in the air, I'm a champion. You'll be looking up at me when it's over. I live for the man, I'm sold. 
Okay, I've written my so I'm, I've written my name so far. Oh, let's see. Now we're now we're to the um multiplication. So my scribble so far mentally. Don't write it down. Oh, I have to do the multiplication in my mind. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, three times three is nine, and then four times three is twelve. So that's one twenty-nine. Drop the zero. Uh, two times three is six. Four, eight, 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 zero, nine, and two is eight. So eight. Let's see. This one and eight, nine hundred and nine hundred and eighty-nine. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, and then I gotta go. So I the steps backwards. So I, um, I, I, I got 989. <laughs> I multiplied, <laughs> I multiplied, um, let's see. Okay. So technically speaking, what my, I can't, what, no, technically speaking. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. I added first. You added first. I added. <laughs> I added. And then, um, technically I multiplied 20 times 43. And then I multiplied three times 43. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote my name five times. And then mm-hmm. I drew my, here's my uh, thing. If you can't see, there's a triangle. Oops, wrong side of the paper. There's a triangle, a circle, and a square. Beautiful. And they kind of come across each other. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, doing that math in my head was a little bit difficult because trying to remember place value and remembering that I can consistently, I'm trying to teach my um, daughter <laughs> the two step and, you know, constantly figuring out where to put everything into that mm-hmm. in my head. Oh, I always like paper. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh. Cause your face is like, hold on. What's the next step? Oh. What, hold on this music. I want to listen to the music. What? Hold mm-hmm. on. Which by the way, again, I'll say we do not own those copyrights. We do not own those lyrics. It was just for a distraction purposes, so yes. we cannot get legally. <laughs> yes, and that um, and the reason that one of the things that I will tell you that I found, um, and you know, we're we're still working through um, the impulsive disorganized child, correct? Um, and one of the things that it does say in here is that um, let's see, on page fifty-seven, it says, no matter how good our working memory is, it does not have limitless capability. Obviously, working memory can be thrown off track by distractions and can also be easily overloaded. Did you not feel overloaded? A little bit, yeah. I was getting there. You were getting there because mm-hmm. I worked all of it. I was recalling your long-term memory and how to write your name. You had mm-hmm. to call how to even form those letters and what order. Then you mm-hmm. had to remember what shapes were what shapes, had to draw mm-hmm. them shapes. Okay, do I orally tell you, do I not? Then when you were, you've already gone into it, when you went into your 43 times 23, you then had to remember your place values. You had to remember mentally, you had to remember not only 43 times 23, what three times three and three times four is, that number, move the zero, remember those two numbers, mm-hmm. add them, remember, remember those numbers. All while at the same time, you still, I just felt over listening to the directions. <laughs> yes, that's right. 
That's right, Danita. So did I. (laughs) Exactly. And then at the same time, you then had to remember, okay, what were my steps? What were my sequence Mm -hmm. orders? So you were working your long-term memory, your short-term memory, and your working memory, which is difficult. (laughs) It's it's difficult as, and for, you know, and that's just me and I don't have any um, diagnosed executive functioning um, Mm -hmm. limits. Then I put that into the context of my son who has, we definitely know he's been tested and there is a deficit for working memory. He has autism. He has ADHD. If he had been off his medication and you tried to give him that, the medication that calms the ADHD so he can focus enough to right. do anything else, it never would have happened. Nope. He would have been like, Absolutely what not. was the first direction? He would have heard the first three words and gone mm-hmm. somewhere else. Um, yes. With that being said, what was your definition that the book gave you? Um, so on uh, page 57, it said that um, basically they're, definition I'm quoting here, the ability to hold on to information previously learned so it can be used in the future or to complete a task at hand. Ideally, working memory brings together newly learned information in short-term memory with information in long-term memory to guide actions. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly what were the, and what did you find when you were doing your research? Um, I was finding research, um, I actually researched a website that is kid-friendly, so it's actually Mm -hmm. written in kid terms, Um, and it said, working memory is a thinking skill that focuses on memory and action. It's the ability to remember and use relevant information while in the middle of an activity. So, for Mm -hmm. example, recalling a recipe and the steps while cooking at the same time. So, as you're stirring, what is my next step? Do I need to add this? And you're also recalling what ingredients, Mm -hmm. even if it's short-term, quickly look, okay, a half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, half a teaspoon of cayenne. All right. What was the next step? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, and so it's that mm-hmm. work in memory and constantly. Ex- that's executive functioning because you're sequencing, yeah. you're using those two components mm-hmm. together. And, and, and we don't think twice about the any difficulties that are there. And it kind of makes mm-hmm. me, I wish you would have known about this a lot earlier and that it is connected to both ADHD and autism. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do have, um, another son who has ADHD and there were times that I was just frustrated beyond belief with him and I couldn't figure out why this was happening. And now that I read about working memory, I'm like, Oh, (laughs) Oh, oops. Yeah. There are so many things I could have done had I known. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I'm hoping that as we are going through this and learning you know, all of these things, I might be able to help him out because he's getting to a point in life where he needs to be on the job. He's, you know, trying to go through getting to college and all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot more um, going to be a lot more pressure on him. And so he needs to be have that independency. And maybe a few things that I can give him are some tools that will help him out. Um, along with, you know, I've got to do something right now uh, for my son, for Curtis, right. because right. I haven't really found, I mean, there's some ways in which ABA overlaps and some ways that OT will overlap with um, when you're having some therapy for uh, sensory processing. Right. But there's a lot of ways in which you can't find therapy. And so 
as parents, as family members, we got to, first of all, we've got to give them some slack um, (laughs) and understand what they're going through. Uh, Second of all, (laughs) yeah. Um, And then we've got to figure out how we can help them and how we can do what we need to, to help them out. Right. So um, what were some things that, uh, that, what are some uh, things that we can find that deficit in that they're going to have kids with a deficit in working memory will have challenges with? Um, a lot of times you'll see them with math skills, especially mm-hmm. the multi-step math skills. It's not as simple like six plus four. It's more mm-hmm. of what 614 plus 29, where you have to remember that extra step and borrow. Um, mm-hmm. You'll see them with more issues with logic, with algebra. Um, mm-hmm. What's 4X though with the order of operations? Um, yeah. They're going to have trouble with those reading comprehension skills, um, right. especially because what it is, is they're reading an unknown story. They're mm-hmm. not only decoding those words, but now they're mm-hmm. also having to remember the sequence right. of those words, like of the story. So not only are they trying to understand it, they're also decoding words and mm-hmm. you're, you're putting them in different compartments within your brain to be able to answer WH questions, how questions and mm-hmm. higher order thinking questions that a teacher may give you. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the other ones? Um, being uh, poorly I, organized in one of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, it's part of, well, it will cause more issues with working memory. Um, but organization is a, um, a, an executive function skill. So that's one that we can touch on later. Um, mm-hmm. Isn't there, I mean, the biggest one, a couple of the ones that I saw were uh, forgetting directions in the middle of a task. Right. I know that we had a program with that. Um, Now, this was a place where Curtis fought autism and the executive functioning skills. Right. Because he, um, I know there was times where we had um, protocols where it was like one or two steps directions basic directions. And then it was, um, you know, two steps. And then I think we got up to three steps and that was it. We hadn't gotten any farther than three steps. And I know a lot of times it works better for him when I, when we're doing something like, um, okay. So when he goes to try to find something in his room, if he doesn't have it labeled, his favorite thing to do is dump everything on the floor. <laughs> and that's everything. <laughs> that's everything. It's like, what, two inches deep of stuff? Yeah. And then he gets so mad that he has to clean it up. And, but then he yes. doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to. He doesn't know which one goes with what in certain categories. Yeah. Mm-mm. So we had um, one of the things you guys taught me to do with ABA is to break it down and say, okay, go look at your room and you're going to take all of your stuffed animals and put them in the toy box. Mm-hmm. And so he'll be able to get that done. And then, you know, and sometimes I had to give him, I would cut up little pieces of paper and have like three, four, five things on there. If he had the piece of paper with five things on there, he could accomplish them, but right. I couldn't do more than five things at a time on that piece of paper. Right. Exactly. Because it would be too overloading. Mm-hmm. So, Lists are actually really, really good for them. It is. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to have to start putting a, um, a list on um, lists in the bathroom 
are going to be paramount for your kid. Uh, we're, we're at that stage where we've got to remember to put on. I'm just being real, keeping it real here. Um, they will. I, I mean, how many of us have uh, had had teenage boys that don't put the deodorant on and leave the stinky socks everywhere? Um, it gets even worse if there's a problem with the working memory. <laughs> it is. It is. And especially when you're half asleep and you're still waking up. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. why routine is crucial with working memory. Mm. The more you do it, in the same routine every day with consistency, the more they're able to work their work in memory and you can add mm-hmm. other stuff to it because the rest of it is already there in long-term memory. Right. That's where I know that like right now we've kind of had a um, hitch in the get along um, because of, I, because my hip surgery has made things, uh, you know, if put everything crazy because I can't even go upstairs. Right. Um, and they're used to me writing on the, on the boards upstairs and I haven't done that. So, um, you know, and my, it's just kind of thrown everything off, uh, kilter for this, uh, last few weeks. So we're, we still don't have our summer routine down. And so we're going to have to do, um, I'm gonna have to work on that here. Um, oh yes. Um, Yes. yes. Uh, Danina says, use your cricket to make the signs for the bathroom. I saw someone do it by the front door to like purse, keys, phone, inhaler. That's a great idea. And I can't wait to be able to get upstairs and use my cricket again um, <laughs> to do that. Mine comes tomorrow. Um, I yeah. I mean, a, a cricket is a machine that is a die cutter. So, I mean, anything that you can have a die cutter or making any sort of, um, lists that you um you can get uh the cheap laminators at like target and stuff like that and the film for them and laminate it if it needs to go in the bathroom and put it up on the door um i do i've done a lot of checklists (laughs) that way um what else let's see what else can we do that is um oh one of the things that i ran into too that uh the book reminded me is that they won't necessarily remember the consequences of their past actions Mm -mm. Mm -mm. that one was i think has been one of the most frustrating things because you just you think they're gonna learn that Mm -hmm. if you do a the consequence is gonna do is gonna be b like if you take your ipod and call your friend without asking me you're gonna lose your ipod for three days kind of a thing but right we just keep doing that over and over and over again. Um, so knowing that we have all these difficulties, what are some of the things that as parents we could start doing right now? I mean, we've got the labels. We know that we can make lists. What are some other things that we can do to help our kids with issues and things they're going to come up with um, in school, right? life, um, what have you? I really do think this, um, you take more responsibility as a parent, but really get to know your state standards, um, especially for the upcoming year or the previous year. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, if you know your kid's going to pre-K, pre-K or and or kindergarten, start working on memory color games. Um, mm-hmm. One you said the other day was, um, when we were previously talking, was in the car. You're driving mm-hmm. the car like, 
on, you can do it on the way to a doctor's appointment or a grocery store and you'd be like, all right, find three colored cars of the green and tell me say green car. And then you count them. And so you're not only working your frequency and counting, you're also Mm -hmm. learning your colors and you're putting them into working memory. Um, Uh Just playing memory games and actual Mm -hmm. memory games. You can do with the deck of cards. Okay. You're matching those numbers. Count those numbers. How many do you have? And so you're following up with some of these questions. How many do you Mm -hmm. have? I forgot. And as a parent, be like, I forgot how to play the memory game. Can you teach me how to play the memory game? And that's the way they're remembering how to play some of the steps. They're using those Uh, memory games. And then it's like, hey. I'm teaching my mama something new. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it kind of gives those motivations um, Uh because I know in pre-K and kindergarten, you're working a lot of your colors and your one-to-one correspondence. Like six Mm -hmm. means six items. You're one-to-one. You're also Um, working your letters. What You're talking about the alphabet game? Oh, my goodness. We have played the alphabet game since forever, forever. (laughs) So when I was growing up, my grandparents lived at least six hours away, both sets. So we had a long way to go. And I do remember there's one, there was one specific um, route that we took to my uh, grandmother's house. And we knew that we had to get outside this one town. There was this antique store and we had to get to queue by then and be the first one to find the queue. <laughs> or we were stuck at queue for a very, oh, very long, long time. time. So. Right. Yeah. Oh, play God, I spy like games. so many times. Uh-huh. Play I spy games for pre-K and kindergarten. So you can kind of play some of those games. Um, mm-hmm. For first grade and second grade, you work a lot of your addition, your subtraction, mm-hmm. um, and start the foundation of re- repeated addition. Um, they don't call it multiplication then in the state of South Carolina. Sorry, I have a cat with claws and he's clawing me right now. Sorry. Um, Ouch. It's okay. Um but you can start playing like addition games, like with flashcards, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. let's see how many times we can make 10 or even play war. Take the okay. card game and play war. Now you're talking about greater than and less than. You can say, mm-hmm. okay, um, phase 10. How many times do you get to 10 with phase 10? Oh, yeah. you're, you're playing those category games. You're not only learning the rules, you have to remember the mm-hmm. rules of the game, but you're also working some of those educational. What's a, yeah, what, what's the sequence? Things dominoes. like that. Oh, yes. Um, that, how do you say your name? I'm sorry. Danita. Danita says, I, I used to play the kids in dominoes when they were little. We used to learn, mm-hmm. use them to learn math facts like addition and subtraction. Exactly. Yes. Um, and as a teacher, I'm going to go on a tangent really quick. As a teacher and an RBT, um, mm-hmm. they say that memorization is not okay. It is okay in the fact if you continue to use it in fluency and you continue to build those higher order thinking skills. If you just stop at memorization, like say example, what's three times three? Okay, yeah, you memorized it. It's not gonna help you anyway. But if you go, Mm -hmm. okay, if I have a cube of a three by three, how many cubes do I have or how many do I need for tiling? So so they're automatically, they're not stuck on hold on, what's three times three? What's right? So you're working those memorization, those fluency to be able to do those higher order thinking. So don't let anybody fool you saying that memory, memorization or Mm -hmm. fluency is not okay. It is okay as long as you do your higher order thinkings and follow through. It's all about your follow through. Right. So Um, even some of those nasty little word problems. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) 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 Yeah. 
And there's, <laughs> they're still, they, <laughs> they weren't my friend when I was in school and now I'm having to teach and help my kids. They're still not my friend. No. <laughs> no. But, you know, I see, I, I see kind of, you know, there are a lot of times when we can use those, uh, things like, um, fractions in mm-hmm. baking fractions. Mm-hmm. My daughter's now getting one wants to do sewing. So fractions in sewing, so, do I need how much, how much of a yard do we need? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we need to double this and the width and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're starting to do a lot more of application and mm-hmm. I think we forget to make sure we do some basic math application. I mean, I, I seriously don't remember how to, I could ever do real world application of trigonometry with cosines and tangents and cotangents and all that kind of stuff, um, <laughs> or calculus and pre-calc, but you can do fractions and decimals oh, and, and the little things like that we, that we know we're going to use. Mm-hmm. And, I do know that when we started using some of the things like decimals um, and then would go to the store and point out um, the, you know, how much money you would need to get this. And, oh, if you can't figure out a decimal, it's like 50 cents. Oh, the light bulb comes on. Light bulb. Yep. Yep. Light bulb. And that's good because that's a good age range between third grade and fifth grade, right where your kids fall you know, mm-hmm. and that's cooking recipes that you're talking about. That's money budgeting that you're talking about. Because if you need yeah. three fourths of a yard and it costs about 50 cents per yard, how much money do you need? Yeah. Um, you technically just did algebra because you're solving sure. for X. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody true. says like algebra is not in real life. It actually is. It's been introduced since kindergarten. Yeah, um, we just don't remember. Just don't I remember. mean, like what's hold on you have nine of this and I have four people how many more cups do I need that's still algebra that's you're finding yourself. x which is five it's four plus x equals nine you subtract mm-hmm. four x equals five mm-hmm. you're technically it's pretty yeah, cool it's, yeah it's I'm starting to see more and more I guess when you get to the teacher side um but making that transition and helping the kids with it with the working memory problems, just normal, your neurotypical kids, mm-hmm. helping them apply all these things. Um, Board games is amazing. Guess oh. who? Castle Panic. Guys, if you want a family co-op game, yes, Castle Panic. And what it is, is you can play up to 12 players, but mm-hmm. all all the players work together to beat the monsters on the board. So you're right. it's y'all against the board. Um, and so you have to really think mm-hmm. two steps ahead and remember the rules and the sequence steps because there's a certain sequence that you have to follow. Um, play. It's play. Your and there's turn. expansion packs. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. You can get the wizards. I think you guys um, have the wizard pack, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so you got to you gotta start it on that. And then we had to have it. <laughs> and then we had to have the All expansion right. pack. <laughs> fun fact but two years ago is that's when we got it today yeah and then you introduced us to what like three weeks after that yeah <laughs> i was playing it non-stop yeah but it, it actually it was something we changes i love it it does and we we've had a lot of fun with it because of it actually instills um how to take a turn mm-hmm. waiting your turn Mm-hmm. What are you going to get? How are you going to, and strategy. Um, another one that 
uh, Curtis has actually grown to love because, well, Derek went out and got it because he likes is uh, Stratego. Yeah. Likes to play Stratego or he loves um, Battleship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen um, ways that they use Battleship for multiplying yes. um, different things grid. like that. So they're uh, XY coordinates. Mm-hmm. So you're using graphing mm-hmm. and, and you can always just tell you when they're doing that, you can just remind your child, well, remember how you did it with, with um, playing, um, what is the game? Battleship. That's one of the things that I've always seen is that when you can help them put their hands on something that uh, sometimes I tend to see um, Curtis tends to be more of a visual and tactile learner. Is that something that you see overall kind of? It is. It's actually one of the um, strategies to help work in um, memory is making it Mm -hmm. multi-sensory. The more you use all your senses, the more you're actually going to remember it. Um, I remember Mm -hmm. working with a student who had a hard time um, remembering how to do the steps in multiplication. So I would label out a color, like three Mm -hmm. colors, because I think there was three steps in multi-step or multi-step multiplying. But either way, I put three colors out and every time he completed a step, he would touch that color. And then eventually mm-hmm. it so became a sound. It became a movement. It became where now we no longer have to have those three colors. He just, you could just uh, see him okay. tapping. Okay. But is that multi-sensory to help that working mechanism? Mm-hmm. So the more that they're jumping around, um, the more, let's say you do an obstacle course outside. Oh, yeah. um, we used to do it all the time with Curtis. Hey, go write yes. your, um, your spelling words with chalk and then go jump four times. Or, hey, mm-hmm. let's do a hula hoop with this spelling word or this sight word, jump in it and then tell me how to spell it. And then you jump, but you're putting those multi-sensory mm-hmm. components yeah. that's where you see the, what you were talking about. That's where you see your OT overlapping mm-hmm. with ABA. Um, I just, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And it's when you can try to, when you, and you always, I found that I have gotten probably a lot better at, um, because I take the time to research and read a little bit. Um, and then now that's why I want to bring this information to people. Why we both want to is there's a lot of times that you just feel overwhelmed because you mm-hmm. don't know what to do. And so when you're able to, um, research and put all this information together, when you go to your providers and you say, Hey, we've got a problem here and you use those words like executive functions, a working memory, and they know you have an idea of what you're talking about. <laughs> Whoa. Or open up. Those yes, they that. do. Yes, they do. It's awesome. And and I think um, your providers uh, actually, it helps them feel more comfortable because they're like, okay, yeah, they get what's going on. I don't with have child. the time to explain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what about after fifth grade? What are some other ideas um, that they can uh, help um, out with. So between six and eight, they're doing a lot of the spatial, a lot of the geometry, at least in the state mm-hmm. of South Carolina, right? Um, with the standards. So ultimately, what you guys want to do is budgeting. Um, if mm-hmm. you males can do it too, shopping is not just for females. Do go to Lowe's, you, right? You could go to Lowe's, right? Home Depot, whatever store you want to go to. Exactly. But prime example, what um, I'm going to brag on my mom, but what she used to do is here, you have $50 a month. You can go shop the sales to get Mm -hmm. multiple outfits, or you can go to American Eagle or Hollister and don't shop the clearance sales and get 
one outfit for your $50. Ultimately, never knew it until years down the road, but I was working budgeting. Mm -hmm. I was working percentage of sales because if it's 50% off of clearance or 70, I'm working my percentages in what you're doing with your performance. Um, Mm -hmm. We're also learning the value of a dollar, which exactly. um, you actually learn in middle school is that value of the dollar. Um, right. You can even start more simple than that. You tell your child, hey, we need just give them start with three items on a grocery store. I need oats, carrots and green beans. Here's 10 bucks. Yeah, they're going to see everything else. But they uh-huh. have to remember that grocery list of three. And then each week as they perfect it, start mm-hmm. adding more and right. more. And more right. because ultimately what you're doing, your working memory is ultimately a mental sticky note. You're you're hmm. remembering what's going yeah. on at the time as you're pulling more mm-hmm. information in without overloading. Yeah. And then and then it's um, remembering to put dates on calendars and things like that for when they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, because, man, that's that's one thing that we even struggle with, uh, you know, in your household, trying to remember all your appointments um, and all that kind of stuff. So we're we're we were discussing that this morning, actually. Okay, what are we going to do to help the kids remember that they need to do this? We've got this and and we're all, you know, going in a million directions, but check that calendar. So we're not overbooking. Right. Um, So that's a skill that um, comes in with uh, planning different things. Right. Um, So and I know that, you know, in a lot of um, scouting programs, sometimes they have Mm -hmm. a badge about planning a get together or something Mm -hmm. similar. That's one of them. Um, even if you're planning to get together, take them to Walmart. Walmart is awesome for that unit prices. Okay. Mm-hmm. You could be paying $3 for this unit price, but $2 for this unit price. And the $2 actually might not be cheaper than the $3, depending on mm-hmm. unit price per ounce or unit price per pound. And so you're teaching them to compare and use those decimals and weigh the value of decimals, mm-hmm. which is a higher order thinking of comparing. Right. But that's why I personally I take my husband because I still don't get it to this day. <laughs> so is this something yeah. I got to work on? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, um, and one of the things that you can, that we can do while we're, you know, if, if the standards haven't, you know, you're in your area, if you're not able to go out and about and do stuff is order some games, play games. some games. You can Google so many things um, about different mm-hmm. rules for things that you can use a deck of cards for. Mm-hmm. Um, you can order games online to be delivered to your door, um, that kind of stuff. And um, I'm doing right now, I'm really struggling, but I will get to a point where we're not doing as many video games, but we're trying to play the board games because those board games then also give us time to do some social interaction. And exactly. Time. And social interaction is key with working memory, especially during mm-hmm. the summer. Um, because it's not as rigid and structured as a brick and mortar would be. Right. Um, so you're able to work those skills in a more of a natural setting. Um, right. Which, it's which key. use, yeah, it's like taking those things that they learn in, say, their pragmatic speech um, skills that they learn in speech, mm-hmm. which is in that confined room, then you get to use them around the table with a game or what happened? Exactly. exactly. Um, for ninth and twelfth, um, for your high school, um, mm-hmm. it really depends on their interest because you know somebody mm-hmm. who's into beauty wouldn't be doing 
gardening. Um, right. But gardening is a real good one um, because you have to plant, for example, um, I just planted jalapenos seeds, mm-hmm. but they want to be two inches apart in a circle. So I had to not only figure out my diameter, but I had to figure out strategically where to place them so they would not right. overcrowd each other and they would be able to grow. Um, so yeah. gardening is a real good one. It also teaches them when you need to water, when you don't need to water. So you're you're doing multiple things. Um, yeah. This is where sports really come into play. Um, you know, building on those sports, being on those committees during the summer because you're playing around multiple schedules, but you're also right. morphing. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought the different um, personalities and understanding Mm -hmm. who is who. This is my rule, but why is they getting away with this when I'm not? So it's kind of like understanding those social skills. Right. Um, And then the fact that Curtis did what the soccer. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't Um, really that. The, what was that called? The soccer shots. Yes. But I remember seeing that because he was able to not only get the, positive reinforcement that he needed, but he was able to communicate with others, use those uh, chromatic Mm -hmm. speeches, but he also had to follow certain rules in certain directions. So to help directions. And that's perfect for high school too, because Mm -hmm. they're still learning. You got to remember they're 16, they're they're 15, they're Mm -hmm. 18. That's still young. 18 is so young. Comparative. I mean, I'm about to turn 30 and I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> How did I survive that? Um, yeah. And well, and even in those sports teams or what have certain things that you go out to do, it's working memory is going to be making sure you have all your equipment, just like mm-hmm. packing your backpack. When, um, to know when to use that equipment, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's all sorts of things that mm-hmm. will help with that working memory. So give, give your kid a chance to um, do that. Um, one of the things I think that I took away from this whole chapter was also to make sure that I'm evaluating the situation so that if they forget to do something on a task, was it a, was it a purposeful thing where they just, you know, being lazy or were there too many distractions when I was giving um, some directions, you know, and that's one of the things, one of our um, ABA therapists started with Curtis a long time ago is when we were doing something that was very important, we would tell him stop look, listen. And then we gave the directions. And when he was, you know, when his body was stopped, when he was looking at us and his mouth was shut so he could listen, then he would get the steps um, of the thing. And so that was a very easy set of uh, Mm -hmm. commands that we could do that helped him get the list of things that he was supposed to do. But giving him a break, remembering, okay, there are those difficulties here. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that's, and I'm going to start making a lot of lists, <laughs> me and my list, <laughs> but, uh, I love it. Um, you could build projects, um, just mm, yeah. working there, building a deck or maybe a birdhouse. You can start yeah. as small as a birdhouse. Um, mm-hmm. but having them calculate the math, um, link times width times height, you can add so many different ways. And it's just the beauty of it. It's, what you see fit. If he needed to know multiplication of a birdhouse, even if he's in ninth mm-hmm. through twelfth grade, hey, right. you need to work multiplication. Okay, how many sides do you need? How many square footage do you have? That's still area. That's still right. link times width. That's still multiplication. But you can simplify it. Um, and I really love how you used 
evaluating, taking it mm-hmm. a step even farther, Jess. Okay, was this step purposely missed, but is it going to be castor- um, mm-hmm. catastrophic? There it is. To mm-hmm. the overall project, or do I need to stop him really quick and give him a reminder? Do I need right. to re-repeat those directions and help him with mm-hmm. those prompts and help him maybe eventually fade out those prompts in the summer? So when he's sitting in the rigid school or the right. rigid structure of school, it's not as many prompts. So you're not only working those prompts with those working memories, but you're also building that fluency that you're looking for. Right. True. Um, that was a real good word, evaluating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for 18 and plus, um, I really recommend like logic games, mm, um, yeah. playing more of your Monopoly at a higher level, especially mm-hmm. with the credit card. So the more you can do things with credit cards, um, the more you can do with bank loans or playing ways with loans mm-hmm. and that and that then money would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Spades is a real good one by this point um, because uh-huh. you do bid. Um, mm-hmm. But they're not allowed in school because you are bidding right. um, you bid on your hands. Cribbage is a good math one. Oh, oh yeah. Cribbage is a lot of math. Yes, um, it is. And I do know every way you can make um, 15 to 15. <laughs> Played a lot of cribbage. <laughs> um, so it's kind of different games like that. Um, you can have games with filling out how many how quickly can you fill out an application correctly? Um, mm-hmm. How many times can you repeat that application? Just go get a practice one from a renter's application for an apartment and sit down and go over it with them. Um, there's mm-hmm. just different ways you can. Yeah. And the, and I've just found that now that I know what it is, it's like, oh, I could use this. I can use that. And I can use this. <laughs> so there's a, a bunch of ways now that we can help our kids um, get past that Uh working memory um, exactly. issue and, and, and build that muscle, continue mm-hmm. to use it and build that muscle so that they've got those skills. Um, then It exactly on Amazon, they have a, um, it's called an ATM, ATM bank. And what mm-hmm. it is, you actually have a fake debit card, but you actually have to have a pen, but it, the ATM is a uh, p- piggy bank. So you pretty much, you save your money. But if you mm-hmm. ever want to pull it out, you have to use your debit card and you have to type in your pen oh. and it gives you it. That's the that's your code to open it up. But you're also now you're working your pen. You're working mm-hmm. how to use an ATM. You're, you're working some of these skills if your child is not as high functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and older great. that they'll have some of those basic skills um, to because the ultimate thing we are always looking for is we want to build independence in our children. Exactly. So, so, wow, that was a lot of good information. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I hope, I hope that yeah, this has been great for you guys to um, hear a lot of this information um, and has been helpful for you. Um, as always, please, if you have any topics or anything that you would like to talk to us about, email us at info at myspectrumlife.com. Um, we were just informed that we are now on iHeartRadio, which is awesome. Yay! <laughs> um, but some of those other ways to get a hold of us, be you, Kelsey? It's Facebook.com backslash MySpectrumLife, Instagram.com backslash MySpectrumLife, and then Twitter.com backslash MySpectrumLife with the number one. Um, hit us up on any of those medias, and we would love to hear from you. Yes. And, um, one other thing, one, another thing that you can do for us here on our 
for the YouTube to build that channel is to make sure you head over here to YouTube and like and subscribe um, so we can build this channel as well. We're trying to do a lot of building up, up of the ways that you can hear us and see us um, so that we can get this information out to as many as possible because we're here to serve you. So um, be looking for all of that. And um, remember, with a lot of faith, love, and fidget toys, we can help our kids succeed. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>